welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host tonight, Scott Minton. With us, we have uh, Matt Jasnoff. Rick James. (laughs) Rick James, that's right. Mr. Josh, and then Ryan. How are we doing, gentlemen? I'm doing pretty good. So today's episode, we're going to do something a little special. We're going to talk about Father's Day. We're going to make this one fast and furious, quick and simple and easy. Just a nice little 30-minute episode to talk about. That's the way I like it. Dads. And you wish that that's the way you liked it with 30 minutes. <laughs> hey, if only you could get hey, there, right, Josh? Let's go ahead and ask. Ryan, are you a dad? I am not a dad. You I have, have, do I've, you, do I've, you have a dad? I do have a dad, yes. All right, fair enough. So I am, uh, what, six months married now? Um, You're kid, still happy. I am happy <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Kids in the future, not right now. There you go. I'm a dad. I've got a nine-year-old. I love that kid. Nope. She's got all of my meanness wrapped up in her. Dude, I love your kid. I think she's too funny. She makes me laugh every time I get around her. She got all of her mama's sass in her. So she has mom's sass, dad's meanness. She's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Dude, she's nine. In nine years, I mean, she's going to be smacking them. So she, she kind of reminds <laughs> me a little bit of my youngest daughter, um... Are you trying to remember your youngest she, daughter's no, name? No, no, no. It's just, <laughs> she, I will say, Amelia will never be picked on. Never. <laughs> like, she will never be picked on. You hey, know, six or that, seven years of gymnastics, she's maybe stronger than me, and I'm like, you know, three times her size. Yeah, I, I love the stories that we get random text at, you know, 8 o'clock at night, and Josh is like, we just pedal up a hill, and I'm fucking wore out, and my daughter just beat me up the top of the hill. So. Well, she probably did. <laughs> she got young legs, man. Young legs, young legs will defeat just about anything in life. Yeah, absolutely. What were you going to say there, Ryan? We've interrupted you a couple no, times. No, 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 no. I was going to, I was going to, uh, you know what? I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, it's all good. It had to do something with. Uh, you and your dad. Nope. It had nope. to do with your daughters and nothing wrong So you. Scott and I <laughs> are both dads of daughters. I've got a singular one daughter. Scott's got two daughters. Your future daughters. Yeah, you know what? I have a family of women. I swim in the estrogen ocean. I work with women. My whole family on both sides are women. I think there's like five five guys total in both my f- combined families. It, I, I it, get it, it. It is. It is. It is not ideal. I get it, man. So when my daughter was born, we had two female dogs. So it's it's me, singular man, uh, two female dogs, my wife. And then my daughter. So here I am at a house. I'm two to one, really four to one, outnumbered. That's just how it rolls, bro. I know. I, I mean, I would say both me and my wife both are pushing for boys. And I have uh, I work in the healthcare uh, healthcare profession, and I know some, let's say, experts, and they have told me some secrets. What makes them an expert? Uh, I guess just dealing with babies and pregnant women all day long. I'm not really sure, to be honest. But they have told me some some secrets to push towards the uh, the male sex, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to having my first boy. I hear you, man. You know what? <laughs> I actually I love being a dad. My daughter is amazing, and. Probably 10 years ago, I was said, oh, I want a boy because I was afraid of having a girl. But I love being a girl dad. 
and I love the the interaction that my daughter and I have and sometimes we gang up on her mom and you know we pick on her and we tag team it but I love being a girl dad so I had those same experiences when my daughters were young but now that they are both teenagers it's everybody against dad like oh so like, like all this all this me trying to be the nice dad get here ready, josh three <laughs> years it's gonna go down shit's, shit's gonna go downhill <laughs> real fast so at age nine when i'm trying to be the fun guy the nice dad the nice guy that's not gonna play out at age 12 or 13 13 for sure it's just, you're just done i mean oh, in, unle- unless your wife decides at some point that she's gonna get completely crazy which is possible because they're women right i mean Let's be honest, in some capacity, the women do get a little crazy from time to time. Um, yeah, unfortunately, daddy's girls will not come back until they turn later. And that's what my wife told me. So, like, both both of my daughters are like, dad, blah, 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 dad, blah, blah, blah. It's just constant sass and constant, like, they're mad at me about something. And I, it, it's it's rough right now for me. I can tell you that. But if I always say yes, can it be rough for me? Uh, you, uh, yeah, what, happen, I, what happens when a young scrapping uh, gentleman yeah. what, comes what, wrong? What, what, and says, stop, uh, stop, 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 see, stop, <laughs> Ryan. Stop, stop. See, that's is, what's going to happen because some pecker is going to yes? show up at your house. That's exactly right. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard stop. Like, I, I, I love your baby girl. I love my baby girls. But, like, now they have boyfriends and now they have significant others. And it just it, it complicates shit, right? You guys just made this conversation really bad. I'm just saying the answer is <laughs> not always going to be yes. Scott, Josh. can you go and pour that 140 proof whiskey again? Absolutely. I got it right here. <laughs> no, you know what, guys? Here we are today, and we're a couple days away from Father's Day. And the the talk of Father's Day, both as a dad and as a son, as a kid to a dad, you know, this is a really good time. Here we are in the middle of summer. We're in the middle of warm weather and fun outdoors stuff. But I love my dad, and I love being a dad. And I appreciate that, you know, 30 years ago, my dad taught me what it's important to be a dad and how to be that loving, caring parent. And then, you know, 20 years later, he taught me to love bourbon. And uh, I want to say it was maybe, so I've been a dad now for almost nine and a half years. But about eight years ago, we took our first Father's Day experience trip down to Wild Turkey and oh. down to Woodford. So we took a Father's Day weekend, and we took a Saturday, left our house here in southern Indiana, drove the, about an hour away, hit up Woodford, and then we hit up Wild Turkey. And I love the turkey. Speaking so, of turkey, that is what we are partaking tonight for this uh, special episode. We broke out the BB&T um, family tradition pick. Of the Russell's Reserve, so that, that's a song, right? Family tradition, absolutely. Mr. Hank Williams, could you sing it for us? Tell me now, Hank, why do you drink to get, get drunk? drunk? 
Why do you roll smoke to get stoned? Why must you live by the songs that you have wrote? Ryan, I think Scott was wrong. I think it's to get high. No, it's to get stoned, man. It's to get stoned. Oh, man. I guess that's the difference between country and you city boys. City boys? Where'd you grow up in? I grew up in Scott County, man. That's a little. County. That's a little north. That's uh, a little north. That's you know, enough north. My, my grandparents had a four hundred acre farm in Memphis, man. So. But you know what? You may have grown up north, but my blood is about a hundred percent Kentucky, and it's split. Oh, mine is a hundred percent Kentucky. Mine, my mom and dad were both born in Kentucky. My grandparents are from the hollers of eastern Kentucky, a little place called Kingdom Come, down by Whitesburg. <laughs> come, he said. Come, he just said. Come. <laughs> There y'all done Kingdom gone. Come. Kingdom come. And come. my other side of the family is from the complete opposite end of the state of Kentucky. So as you may be Kentucky, I match up eastern and western Kentucky. So my, my, mm. my daddy's side of the family is from Brownville slash Park City, which is just mm-hmm. north of Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. And That's my mom, south, south, right? South, and That's my mom, my mama's side of the family is from my my my, my mama. Mama said, said, my mama said she's from Versailles slash Versailles. Versailles. Ooh, that's Versailles, bro. So Lexington, uh, Versailles slash Wolfra County. We aren't French, Josh. We aren't what? French. What? Oh man. Maybe maybe, maybe most Louisvillians. Is that what, is that what you say? Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. From, from the Ville. From the Ville. From the, from the, from the Ville. I'm from the, the Ville, Ville and I'm proud. <laughs> maybe maybe the Ville comes from French origin, but I would say most of us are not. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I do claim uh, the Eastern Kentucky, probably more so than the Western Kentucky heritage, but. I'm proud of those roots because that family is very hardworking. They're very, uh, they were very dedicated to family and to farming and to whatever it took to make a strong family. So I, I love that heritage, even though I have been born and raised, even though I do carry a Kentucky birth certificate, I have been born and raised in Southern Indiana. That Kentucky heritage is strong. No, absolutely. I, I agree 100%. I was born and raised in southern Indiana. Um, Scott County, actually. I was actually born in Scottsburg in Scott County, Indiana, at Scott Memorial Hospital. I have no idea how I got the name Scott. Delivered, actually, by <laughs> Doc. Scott, Scott, and Scott. Actually delivered by Dr. William Scott. So, dude, dude, dude. So the, the, the fact that my name is Scott is still fucking puzzling to me. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, yeah. Uh, born in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, both my parents grew up here, but uh, father was born down south Kentucky. I don't even know what the uh, Dayton city is called. I just know. Was it a was... holler? I don't know. What does a holler mean? Dude, if you have to ask, that means you, you, you don't need country. to know. You don't need to know. <laughs> but I grew up in, uh, I believe most of you guys know this city. It would be Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Oh, absolutely, Lawrenceburg. MGP, baby. Yeah. So, literally grew up four miles, four or five miles outside of Seagram's factory. Love that smell. Do they make Canadian stuff? They do make Canadian stuff. I don't drink that stuff. But they also make some pretty darn good delicious bourbons. Like that OKI bottle that's like sitting that behind Like that OKI it? bottle right next to me. Yeah, and Dude. I'll tell you what they're, they're, let's be honest, what they're really famous for is that 95.5. Oh, for sure. 
I mean, it, it you listen. love that rye. Oh shit, dude! You know I love that rye. Rye's good stuff. You know, spicy, sweet, all at the same time. There's nothing like heat and sweet. That's what I tell people. I like it on my fried chicken. I like it on my tacos. I, heat and sweet, wherever it is, I'll take it. So speaking of heat and a little bit of sweet, I went to the Exchange restaurant yesterday in downtown New Albany. Okay. And I'm with a, a guy, and he's drinking. He's uh, eating this. He ordered the, oh, what do they call it? The Nashville Hot. Oh, the Nashville Hot Chicken, yep. And so I had eaten. Pretty gross. I'm not going to lie. I so, had eaten the Nashville Hot about a month ago. <laughs> It at the exchange? At the exchange. Okay. It didn't fare me well. And so he ordered it, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to get that Nashville hot. I love that stuff. Well, he did enjoy it, but I don't know how Mm-mm. you eat that stuff Mm-mm. and still make it through the night because that stuff gets hot. So I don't have a problem with the heat, but I will tell you the that s- sometimes it gives me some – so the exchange is really good. Oh, I so love for you, so like the the, the, no. the flavor on the exchange Nashville chicken is much different than most of your standards. It's a little bit more sweet. It's almost like an Asian Nashville hot style yeah, chicken. I can so see it's that. Got, so it's got some sweetness to it. So it's not quite as uh, it's it's not as chemically as like what you would get at Joella's or things hey, like that. I'm old fashioned. I like I like the hot stuff, but I for whatever Nashville hot just does not sit with me right you so, know what i'm old-fashioned too and i love an old-fashioned i do love an old-fashioned <laughs> i love well. the old since, fashioned. since we're talking about dads and it's father's day my dad introduced me to indies and king's chicken back when i was a kid because my dad and the used indies. to get used to get I mean, indies woo-woo. and king's chicken for the drivers at, at Ohio Valley Ready Mix, and, and he would bring in these, like, 100 wings at a time or things like that from those places to get it for the drivers and keep them happy and stuff like that. But, man, to me, there's nothing better than oh. some crazy spicy... Yeah. Spicy dry rub Indies chicken. You know yeah. what? Yes. Mm, that stuff is the shiz. So during the Rona, because here we are, <laughs> probably still in the middle of the Rona, but... Nah, po- we're, at the, we're at the far end. We're at the, the post end. post-Rona... There is a Lee's famous recipe chicken on Grantline Road. Mm-hmm. Lee's good. Love me some Lee's. Lee's good. So during the it's middle, not of, Indies. It's not oh. Indies. It's not Indies. But it's no, good. But in the middle of carryout, I introduced my nine-year-old daughter to Lee's famous recipe chicken, and now she goes to a gymnastics place that's on Grantline Road, off Grantline Road, and she tells her mom, "Hey." We're just now getting out of out of gymnastics. Can we go to Lee's? Because one day I decided to go and hit up a little bit of Lee's, which was really good because they got some good chicken and biscuits. Oh, they're spicy chicken. Mm-hmm. So the nine-year-old's like, hey, mom, 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 we're, we're leaving gymnastics. Go get me some Lee's. My wife is mad. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you, my, my, my dirty secret about Lee's is I always, always get the chicken and liver box. Ooh. So, I don't eat livers. Chick, no, do you chicken, eat gizzards? Chicken, oh, gizzards they're, they're and both livers, good. man. I, they're I, both I will good. Crush the shit out of some it gizzards is, and livers. It is something that sounds gross, but until you try it, livers and gizzards are the best part of but, the chicken. I mean, let's ask you a question. Sure. After you hear, after you hear the name liver and gizzard, yeah, how it, can it, you even try it? Hey, you just gotta be, gotta be open minded. You gotta be open minded. All right. How much do you drink before you go eat gizzards? Uh, zero. Zero. Oh, were you one of these listen. guys that used to say, "I'll slice your gullet"? 
kind no. of thing when you're no, a little I don't kid. think I've ever said that in my entire life. Gizzards no. and livers are not something you want to drink a whole bunch before drinking. Because mm-hmm. they, they You want to drink a whole they're, bunch they're before hardy. drinking? No, you don't. They're hardy. They're hardy. But I will tell you this. They they, they can cause some... Hey, it's fried, right? And it's, Heartburn. It, it is muscle meat. No, it will cause some gastrointestinal like issues if you have way yeah. too much alcohol. And could, could we move on? Gizzards and lizards. <laughs> this discussion <laughs> is like... <laughs> We can move on wherever you want, man. I do like Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken, though. Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken is good, but to it me, is no Indies. Southern Indiana, no Louisville, Indies. Kentucky. If, if you're not if you're not eating Indies or Kings, you're missing out. That's All just right. my personal opinion. All right, let's move on to Father's My dad Day. would tell you the same thing. Here we are. We're about four days away from Father's Day, maybe a little shorter. Yep. And, you know, dads are an integral part of our life, and some of us are dads, some of us are not, but we all have dads. And today I shared a Facebook picture um, with me and my dad from 2001. Was that the Empire State Building you were at the top of? No, mm-hmm. we were at the top of the World Trade Center. Wow. wow. So pre-9-11. In, wow. in March of 2001. So about six months before the towers. Yeah. That's insane. So dad and I were up there in March of 2001, and I was a freshman in college. I was in engineering school. And I just made it through a whole fall semester, and I was in the middle of Calculus 1, which I hated. But we were up at the top of the World Trade Center. The wind was crazy. Our hair was a whole lot less gray than it is today. And, you know, either way, we had a whole lot more hair than both of you guys Yeah, at least you have hair. Yeah. (laughs) And Dad and I both still have hair. Must be nice. But, you know, pretty cool experience. And, you know, those are the things you remember when you get to have that time with your dad and similar to getting to have that time with your dad shortly after I became a father, we started uh, trying to take a little more effort to be uh, together near father's day. And the first real experience I remember was going to Woodford reserve with my dad, my brother and my grandfather. My grandfather is now 94 years old so, you know, going to see my grandfather, who's from eastern Kentucky, and he was, I'm going to guess, 87 at the time, maybe. Right. Getting to go to Woodford Reserve, walk around, walk through the Rick House, and then getting to hear my grandfather talk about, you know, when he was 8, 10 years old, and the times that his uncle, his uncle had provided him moonshine. And, and listening to those stories about when his mom got really mad because his uncle had given him moonshine and what he said to her, you know, when she when when she said something to him or told him to go do something, and he mouthed off. But those are the things that you remember as a kid, you remember as an adult, and the things that you love about your dad or your grandfather. So, uh, so many memories. But my first bourbon experience that I really remember was somewhere around 2013. Are those words allowed to go in the same sentence together? The first bourbon experience that you remember? Well, I, I mean, you don't want right. to hear my story. Man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So let, let me back up. First yeah, bourbon my. experience that I remember in a positive thing. There you go. With my my dad, my grandfather, and my brother as a Father's Day experience. And Matt, you're, you know. I am a new father. You're a new father. Congratulations, like, Thank you, thank you. Three weeks. I'm afraid to drink this. Three weeks a is. new father. But. So, <laughs> so Matt knows what we're drinking here. 
<coughs> that is the wild turkey family tradition BB and T pick. So, so, so it's a damn fine, tasty pour. Mm-hmm. So if we were going to talk about dad, we wanted to bring out something that that just exudes dads and grandpas as family tradition, right? Jimmy Russell, Eddie Russell, father son, and, and that's where I was going. Is that we went to Woodford, we sampled it there. I had you know three generations there, and then we go to Wild Turkey. And I love the damn turkey, but you get to you get How to meet you, you get to meet Jimmy Russell. You see Jimmy, you see Eddie Russell, and I actually we took a tour. We got one of Jimmy Russell's granddaughters that was there, not not Eddie's daughter, but uh, a different family line. And pretty cool just to see the family tradition that ends up in Kentucky bourbon. So I, I don't know. Bourbon to me is family. It's special. It's um, it's got a whole lot of meaning to it. No, absolutely. I hundred percent agree with you. You know, I mean, there's there's nothing like enjoying a enjoying good, enjoying 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 bourbon is great. Yeah. <laughs> enjoying a pour with your family and your friends, but there's something extra special about when you can share a pour with your dad. Your brother, your uncle, your grandpa, um, and unlucky for me, I, I wasn't able to share a pour with either one of my grandpas. Both of them passed away before I was able to, to legally drink. We'll just put it that way. Um, <laughs> That's you know, yeah. um, so it, it it does exude that thought process. You know, yeah. um, that you're able to share a pour and share an experience because that that to me is what bourbon is all about. It's an experience in a glass, right? Yeah. I mean, it's you're looking at years and years and years of different types of experiences that you have um, to do those things. So, I mean, just I, earlier tonight, we were talking about holding off on opening a bottle until there were friends or family around. So, so many times we talk about how important that is to crack open that bottle of George T. Stag that Scott's going to open in a little while. <laughs> um, about 10 minutes. Yeah, about 10 minutes. The, the importance of that for all of us is bourbon's not about how much you spend on a bottle. It's about getting the opportunity to make that memory and to open the bottle with dad or to open the bottle with your daughter once she's age. And, you know... My daughter's nine, so I'm looking forward to, you know, about nine, 10, 11 years from now when she's ready to. Technically 12 years. I can't do math. Uh, <laughs> Engineer well, can't do math. Engineer, <laughs> wow. You know, when we're ready to open up wow. a bottle and talk, no, I'm going to have a, a bottle with her and let her taste good whiskey before she goes to college. That way she won't drink Canadian whiskey. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, you know, Crown it's Royal. cheaper though, so <laughs> she's going to be sipping on Canadian whiskey. But if you invite them into tasting good whiskey, they won't drink cheap whiskey because they're it's a cheaper. college student. They're going to be drinking cheap whiskey. Ryan, Turkey 101. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> shh. Still the non father is speaking so up on issues. So, I, so <laughs> we're all college kids at one point. We, some of us still are. So. <laughs> Going There's, back to school sucks. Yeah, it does suck. I will agree with you on that one. So I, I am, I'm very envious of both of you guys because um, it sounds like you guys have had bourbon experiences with both of your fathers, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Matt? Yeah. I know you have because so, I've heard. So my, heard. Dad, my dad actually turned me on to bourbon because when I first moved here to Kentucky, you know, 10, 11 Thank years ago. Thank the Lord. Ago, I know, right? 
So uh, I moved here and, you know, straight out of college, it was, you know, wild turkey and Coke or Jack and Coke is what you ordered at the bar. Coca-Cola. At, at UA, right? You, Arizona? At Arizona, yeah. There's probably some other drinks in there that I don't know what they were. But I take a lot of tequila. I don't want to talk about it. We don't drink tequila. I don't like it. So, <laughs> but when I moved here, you know, him and I, we went out one night and he's like, listen, my only rule if you're going to live here is you cannot order Jack and Coke. You have to order bourbon. It's a good dad. Dude, yeah. when I was in college, it was Seagram 7 and 7. And somebody should have said, Josh, you don't drink 7-Up in Canadian whiskey. But well, they really didn't. have like hey. a, a thing against them, don't you? 7 Lawrenceburg, Indiana. No no harm in but, that. But he he went he, to Purdue. That was close. That was close. close. <laughs> North exactly. Exactly. Might as well be Canada. Wait, wait, wait. No, who, went, who went to Purdue? Me? You oh no, never mind. You went no, never mind. He Dude, went, I believe, he went to Louisville. My I believe bad. red, oh, and I don't drink Boilermakers. No, no. My man, mm-hmm. Steve went to Purdue. Hey, hey, I got some basketball and football tickets. So when you want to go this fall, we'll go. You mean we'll be in a stadium by ourselves? Well, I got tickets. Hey, I paid for them. It's, I'll go. it's still better than going to a UK game. You motherfucker. Anything's better than going to a UK game. <sighs> Anything's better than going to a UK game. Shh. We're not going to talk about sports. so. But when I so when I first moved here though, because <laughs> we miss it long. Hold on, we're we're gonna we're gonna get back on the non-UK hating. Yeah, so the non-digression track. So he he was like, you have to drink bourbon. So my first bourbon experience was I had to pick between Maker's Mark and Woodford Reserve. Well, Woodford. Well, yeah, that he was like the Woodford's the nice stuff and the Maker's is the shitty stuff. Well, and compared then, to those two, yes. <laughs> right, and I was like, oh my god, this is so good. And then it just spiraled out of control downhill ten years Hold later, on. and here the we are. The first today. time you had Maker's and Woodford, you were like, wow, this is a good stuff. Yeah, but, but well, did you yeah. drink? Did you, did you drink the Maker's without Coke? Because when I was in college, I did was, for the first time. I did, and you're like. Bleh. <laughs> it might have sounded something like that. Yeah, that was definitely my first experience with. Uh, but that's what it was, and then it just it it literally. And then the, a week later, I found a bottle of Pappy at Liquor Barn when you could still what? ask him for what? it. Yeah. Wait, so, wait, wait! You were what? in college and you had money to afford Pappy. I had a job. We're, we're talking about Matt here. He's, I had a he's job. always he has, has a, he has a nice he has a nice. Uh, <laughs> he's always had money fun. for booze. <laughs> None of that is true. So, um, no, no. So when I first went shopping, for, have you ever heard the term CRS, Certified Rich Son? Oh, I thought <laughs> silver CR- spoon in your mouth. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Boom. I thought CRS meant can't remember shit. Uh, Same that, thing that too. Same thing. So as we digress even more, Pappy. <laughs> so I went to liquor barn because someone had said, "Well, you have to go find a bottle of Pappy." I was like, "All right." Cool. I'll go look for this pappy that everyone How speaks of. How old are you of. at this point? Uh, I just turned twenty-one. Must be nice because I got my first bottle of pappy in like and a year ago. My I remember so twenty twenty-one. Well, but so no no. Wolf. So I walk into liquor barn and I was like, hey, I called you all yesterday and someone said you got a shipment in this morning and I would like to purchase a couple bottles of it. <laughs> and she was like, oh okay, let me go check in the back. And she literally brings out the crate that it was in, and it was a couple of the ten-year-old squat bottles. A 20-year-old and a 23. So when I turned 21, you know what I got? What? I got a bottle of Wild Turkey 101 from a buddy. I mean, I didn't get anything. You know what we did? We drank it that night, and then we went to the Granville. That's what you're supposed to do. The granny? And you hugged the toilet for the the rest of the night. Did you hold his hair back? Is that what happened? No, I'm just telling you. I know what happened. Hey, hey, you know what? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But that was the only time I went to Liquor Barn. And she literally pulled out a bottle of 23-year-old Pappy, 
and was like, hey, I just, like, do you want this? Like, here you go. You don't have to wait in line for yeah, it. Yeah, because the shit was just sitting on the table. It was Must sitting on the be table. nice. Man. And so, but I turned down the 20-year-old because I didn't, I was like, man, I don't need to spend $500 on whiskey when I'm Is that what it was? No, no, all three bottles together were $500. What year was this? I got a... a Hold on, all three? Yeah, I could have gotten a 10, a 20, and a 23. For $500? Yeah. How old are Fuck. you? They were charging 21. more than Jesus they were charging more Christ. than retail back then. No Liquor barns always been gouging. Wait, wait, wait. What hold on. F- hold on. Hold no, on. No, 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 no. No. Wait, hold on. How is that how is that gouging? It's it was like 230. Yeah. 120 that's and like 40 price. or 50. That's a good but, but, price. But back then it was not that No, it was the price. same price. The prices that was the price back then. Matt, it wasn't I don't remember. How old are you today? I don't remember Pappy Beat 23 30? being more than like And what year was this? I mean, it was nine years ago, nine till years ago. roughly a decade ago. Yeah. 2011. 2011, yeah. 2009. And you paid $500. And no, you... I didn't. I only bought the 23 and the 10. I, I said I'll pass on the 20 year because I didn't want to spend that much money on whiskey. Yeah, because typically, I mean, those were like in the the low 100s back then. I knew about the 23 because it had, you know, a name behind it. And the 10 year, it was only 40 bucks at the time, so I didn't care. Goo. I would have took that in. So, God, but, um, but the 20, I, I didn't. You know, I, I was a college kid. I was part time at work. I really didn't feel like spending an extra hundred and twenty dollars on a bottle of booze. No, I, I get it. Damn. That's why I got a twenty dollar bottle of Wild Turkey One Hundred and One when I was twenty one. <laughs> I got many of those, yeah. but that was the year two thousand and three. Yeah, well, you're old. I get it. <laughs> so, it, like, it sounds like you guys have just the complete polar opposite experience as me because I grew up in a family. Oh, te- tequila? I had my no, first wild turkey no, when I was no. six. Holy sh! Yeah, his teeth what? were his teeth. His one tooth what? was finally coming in. <laughs> my lord! <laughs> my uncle I, Pete I, I, on I, Thanksgiving night poured me a bottle of or poured me a glass of wild turkey one hundred and one to to go in my coke <laughs> at uh, at age six. I don't actually remember my first drink till I was like nineteen. So different experience. No, but I uh, I definitely know that. Uh, my family grew up in both of them. My mom and dad both went to University of Louisville. Go Cards? Go Cards. Go Cards. And they Go Hoosiers. They still, to this day, do not like bourbon. And I've always Sad. wondered why that. I, I, I was born in Louisville, grew up in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, both very bourbon-friendly cities. And... L yes. Both of them... No, no bourbon. I did not get into bourbon until about three or four, three years ago. How old are you? I am 28. So Damn, you're young. So my dad was not a big bourbon drinker. But your dad's no. the one that gave you the cheesy gold foil wild turkey. No, he gave me a 101 wild turkey, not a cheesy gold foil. But, uh, yeah, but it was a 101. But yes. So my dad always got bourbon as gifts because my dad was a diesel mechanic and people that worked in the sales industry would always bring him bourbon and things like that. My wa- my mom, not being a heavy fan of uh, alcohol drinking in general, because my dad was a Bud Light, Miller Light guy, like mainly Miller Light. He would drink that stuff by the case. Bud Light's gross. I hate Bud I Light. I, I don't like Miller Light, let's be honest. Miller Light, Miller Light is the best Light You guys beer. are full of shit. I agree with Ryan. Thing. It is, is there the only thing? one with flavor. Well, what is wrong is that with... that a thing? What, what, yeah, any, anything that's First not off, a Maddie porter. Bo is way better. Anything, Get out of here, man. Anything that's not a porter or stout or anything that's okay. dark and tasty, okay, okay. why would you even bother Dude, drinking? Dude, we're in college. 
Vintage. We're not talking about all beer oh here. God, we're we're talking about, yeah, we all love Porter Stouts, Pilsner's IPAs, yeah, all that good stuff. This is college beer. We made a king's chair out of 30 packs of but Keystone Light. If we're well, talking about strictly light beer, well, the let, only one that tastes some similar. Light. The only one that takes similar Shut to up. good beer is Miller Lite. Hey, guys. All right, let me, let me just call a truce here. When I was in grad school... I went to Flanagan's. Y'all know Flanagan's uh, Ale House? Yeah, we know what oh, Flanagan's yeah. is. You know what they had? Unfortunately. And I didn't realize this until I was in grad school. They had the Century Club. Right. A hundred different beers, and you got a mug. Yep. So you mm-hmm. go spend about $4,000 in beer, and they give you a mug. Yeah. $4,000. Well, that's about it, because you eat a little bit of food. <laughs> you try some sure. Sam Adams. You try some Porters. You try some Stouts. You try some crappy beer, and then you try some more crappy beer, and then you get a mug. So the New Albanian. The New Albanian. New Albanian. New Albanian. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> used to be called Sports Time slash Richo's Pub. Richo's. And they used to have 120 beers. From all across the United States beer, and world. Beer snobs. Beer snobs, absolutely. Nothing wrong with being a beer snob. We're bourbon snobs, Nothing. let's be no. honest. I mean, shit. I have all the respect in the world for some beer snobs. Yeah. Beer's yeah. a good product. I yeah. love beer and I love bourbon. I, right. I love bourbon, too. I, do. I love both a lot. But, but if I had a choice to drink one or the other, oh, it's, I'm yeah, going to have a no, bourbon. No I'm chance. having bourbon all day long. All but, day but long. But once upon a time, I was a beer guy. We've changed you. We You have. The the Louisville experience has changed me. I moved that here. One, I moved here seven that one years time ago I made that one time I made Ryan wait overnight with me at a liquor store changed that, his life. Uh, so the best part of that story was is that, you know the best the, I would say the most most rare whiskeys, come, during the November December January era right. Sorta yeah, sorta, you know, <clears throat> I mean the best ones come out in September with the old forest. The best ones are the ones that don't come out. Right. Shut up. It's no, old, seriously. It's the, the old Forrester birthday bourbon no, 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 in September. Like, yeah, but the store picks that don't hit the shelf, like the yep. things that you actually get to go pick out and try yourself, those are the best ones. Yeah, well, which are go. usually in the late fall to summer, or uh, it's not, sorry, it's not summer, December, or winter days. And Matt was like, hey, come with me. We're going to go get some foolproof Weller. And I'm like, awesome. Sounds great. And he, he popped your Buffalo Trace chair. He did. He really. And did. I said, make sure you bring a chair and a sweatshirt because Which, it's going to get cold. So at I night. brought it. So I brought a chair. I did bring a sweatshirt, but it looked like everyone else had been there for hours, right? So they're sitting in chairs. They're in. They're in snow pants. They have like they're heaters. In, they're, in, they're in winter coats, and I'm in here in a pair of sweatpants and <laughs> a sweatshirt. And at the time, I'm like, you know what? This is okay. I didn't know we were going to sit there for another six hours. 16 hours. So so we we sit there, and I'm freezing my nuts off the whole goddamn time. But it was worth it in the end. I guess I got got a nice store pick. It was the first time. Yeah, it was. You uh, got a store pick Buffalo Trace? Store pick foolproof Weller. That's a store pick Buffalo Trace. And it was very good. Oh, BS. Oh. I think Scott has a couple foolproofs we can open and, one and try. Could, we could we could and change your mind. One of them supposedly tastes like cotton candy. Which one would that be? I don't think silver any dollar. The silver, the double medallion. It might I be have the double medallion. It might even be <coughs> marshmallows instead of cotton. The yeah, marshmallow I, I, one is fantastic. I don't think any bourbon tastes like cotton candy, but oh, I've marshmallow had some bourbon. No, tastes like different candy. Candy. Tastes like All right, really. All right, All right guys. All right, let me interrupt here. We're talking about Father's Day. We've, we've so, really derailed this whole conversation. Hold on. I do, do want to get Father's back Day. on Father's Day. Does All right. 
Bourbon does do that, which is good because it instills good conversation between everybody. And Rick so, James. And Rick James. So, <laughs> so we have a tradition. Family tradition? Family tradition. No, I'm not going to sing. Just so like Wild Turkey. We already sang. We sang it's without you. It's a family tradition. I don't know if that was singing. So Why so. do you drink? To get drunk. Why do you real smoke? To get high. To get I, high. We always said to get stoned. definitely not stoned. It's there, to get high. Is there an high. eclectic acoustic guitar in the background that I don't know? I could right probably get now. my daughter down here to play some some Why? some. some she could. That'd be fun, actually. Smoke. So it's to get th- high. Now, this is going to sound super morbid, but. Oh, we, don't do that then. No, just relax, Grasshopper. So we always <laughs> you can't call me that because I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt's, but, but but I guess Matt when it comes to bourbon, here, though, you are definitely the grasshopper. Yeah, too. you are definitely not older to than the when it comes to bourbon. So young grasshopper, we we do what's called a dead father's toast every Father's. Well, that year. sounds gross. Why is that gross? I don't know, man. I'm confused. Anyway, so what you do is you know bourbon or not, you guys pour a drink of whatever it was that your father or grandfather always drank and that way you guys can respect it a little bit and it's well they drink moonshine too. dude then we get moonshine in the holler then we get moonshine let's go to the holler i'll see you in there hey y'all want to go down to the holler next month sure dale holler oh no we do not own the rights to this music <laughs> But we could sing it if we drink a little more. Tell me now, Hank. <laughs> no. Why? No, All right. Fair enough, dude. Father's Day. Here we are. It's a couple days before Father's Day, and hopefully we'll release this episode on Father's Day. Dads are important. My Dads dad are very important. My dad is super important to me. He he taught me more things than I will ever know, and he taught me how to be a dad, how to be a man, how to be respectful. And then eventually he taught me how to enjoy bourbon. Uh, He may not have realized he taught me how to enjoy bourbon, but uh, there are days and times when we went to go and go to Woodford or go to Wild Turkey and enjoy bourbon that meant more to me than he probably realized. So, you know, bourbon brings people together. Bourbon is an opportunity for us to share a special bottle or that bottle of George T. Stag that Scott has sitting over there unopened. That GTS uh, is still over there. I'm just throwing that so, out there. You know, bourbon bourbon is about family and it's about community and it's about friendships and you know, all that other stuff. So to all the dads out there, I'll raise this family tradition, Russell's Reserve single barrel here here. Twenty twenty from dilly dilly. wherever Salute. it's at. Dilly. Uh, that's not dilly dilly this. Dilly no, dilly is not, a Bud not. Light and Bud Light tastes like crap. I agree. But Bud Light uh, does taste like crap. Retracted but, that statement. But why? Josh, you can sure. throw your glass up, or are you uh, just going to... Cheers, know? bro. Cheers, and Russell's Reserve and Old Forester. Um, you know, bourbon, so tasty. bourbon is good, and bourbon is that thing that just brings us together, and we're thankful for that. And to all you dads out there today that are thinking about your kids, or maybe your dad, whether he's here now or not, we salute you and we cheers you and we're appreciative for you. Thankful for the dads before us and thankful for the Jimmy Russells that are dads that have trained their sons, Eddie Russell, to be uh, the bourbon uh, men that they are today. So I love bourbon. 
but more importantly, I love my dad and I love being a dad. So in 12 years, as Matt pointed out earlier, um, glad you could remember math instead of do it. I will introduce my daughter to bourbon and share with her some fun story about the time that I got to take my grandfather to Woodford Reserve and take my dad with me and to enjoy that special pour that day. So, um, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Happy Father's Day indeed to everybody. And to our new dad in the group here. Happy Father's Day, Matt. Happy Father's Day. I know, first one. Your your first Father's Day. There's so many, right? Yeah. You know, your Father's Day where there's limited sleep. But maybe it, <laughs> what is the sleep you speak of? Shit, ain't that the truth? Passing out from passing out from bourbon does not count as sleep. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure it hell's does. Now you it's just, the best sleep. You pass out from lack of sleep. Maybe not scientific sleep. But on the occasion, you drink a little bourbon and it helps you go to sleep. Oh my god! So like the first night, it was like two ounces of bourbon. I think I slept like just like that. And then the next morning, you woke up and your wife kicked your ass. Twice. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about this bourbon. Yeah, because we haven't. It's family tradition. It's Russell's Reserve single barrel. Thanks, Josh. It's an amazing pick, as is all most all of the Russell's Reserve picks. Yep. It's by BB and T. I don't really know what the BB and T stands for. It could. We, I wish it would say. It used to stand talk. for Branch Banking and Trust. Yeah, absolutely. But that, I'm pretty sure that's not what it is. So I just know these gentlemen picked it. It's got a crazy looking cool turkey and uh, the in the country music singer garb. And I think it, uh, it, it's just a damn fine pour. Matt. I agree. It's good. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong. God, I hope no. there's nothing wrong. It's kind of cool because, you know, <laughs> last year on father's day, you know, there's a couple of places that did a really unique, uh, Russell's pick. And then the four roses distillery actually did a 15 year old, six month, Father's Day tribute bourbon. Mm. That's pretty old for mm. Four Roses, isn't it? Yeah. That's pretty uncommon. Huh. Yeah, absolutely. And it I think the, is tasty and at You got my, some at home? Of course. I think the Do oldest, I have a Four Roses pick, really? Yeah, I mean, Jesus. We, we really need to get you over to Matt's place. <laughs> you know, Motion mean, to... Uh, have you not seen that collection yet? <laughs> no, he hasn't. Yeah. Holy, Josh has actually not holy been over there. crap. It's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> so I'd like to go ahead and make a motion to pause, and we'll move this to Matt's house. That's fine. My wife actually approved that it, we could do the podcast at my you house. You have a good basement for it. You have yeah, a good, I do. You, you have a table set up, too. You do. You do. You have a good basement. All I right. Love, I love your Matt, dog. we're glad to hear that you have a three-week-old dog. Three-week-old, yes. And you're finally uh, learning to sleep without bourbon. No. but you know what being a dad's awesome we're appreciative for all of our dads out there dads are awesome and bourbon dads are even better bourbon dads are even better absolutely bourbon dads bourbon grandpas bourbon sons you know bourbon barrel talk bourbon Bourbon, barrel that's what bbt stands for bourbon that's exactly what bourbon barrel talk stands for bb and t here 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 that being said we are cheersing out it's a family tradition. It is a it family is. tradition. I hope you, your dad, your grandpa, whoever's with you today um, on this Father's Day, enjoys a pour, opens a special bottle, and really dives into what makes your family and bourbon great. 
and us and the BB&T family, Bourbon Barrel Talk, we wish you all a happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, bro. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. And uh, this is Matt, Scott, Josh, and Ryan signing off. And Hank Williams, Jr.